Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Settled Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us tonight, special guest, Erica. So are you going to make him go back and cut that sniff from the beginning? Or... Because <laughs> that seems cruel. It means... But hello. <laughs> I'm also here to talk on our podcast, as we do. Don't bi- sound too bi-weekly. excited. Hmm? Don't sound too excited. We don't sleep anymore, so <laughs> we're a little tired. This is the maximum excitement level <laughs> that you are able to get to. Uh, depending. There's some stuff you can still get it up for, but not hey, a lot these days. You know something that I think you could get it up for? The challenge? Yes, but we'll get to that. Anyway, <laughs> I played the demo for Final Fantasy VII Remake. I keep forgetting that that's out there. Yeah. What do you think? I enjoyed it. If I had to level a complaint against it, oh. the camera is not great in combat. Oh, that's annoying. Because you're feel... moving its action now, right? Yeah. Um, so basically the way they have the combat structured is I, I didn't play the original and I really haven't played any Final Fantasy, so I don't know how they... I know they're generally turn-based, but... They were turn-based up until... Uh, was it 12... Because 11 is an MMO, and then 12, they kind of kept that combat style. But it, it wasn't traditionally turn-based anymore, which is why I was like, and we're done. So the way it works now is you, let's say you're playing as Cloud. You have your normal sword attacks that you can just always do by pressing X, I think, mm-hmm. um, or whatever the PlayStation equivalent is, whatever. So you press a button to do attacks. And this builds up your ATB meter. And your ATB meter has like two sections. And when you fill up that meter either halfway or all the way, so either one or two segments filled, you can then do either abilities or you can do spells or you can use an item or something like that. So if you have the ATB, if you have a gauge filled, you could, for example use an ability or you could throw a fire spell or you can use a potion to heal yourself and how did you find this i was fine with all that um i think it's interesting it's fun um and then each character has like a special ability that they can kind of always use to a degree so for cloud he has um another stance and when he's in the stance he moves a lot slower but he hits harder Hmm. Um, and he's, when he's in this stance, his ATB meter fills up faster. And then um, I think it's Barrett. He normally can just, like, fire his minigun. But he has another special attack that's, like, a big damage attack that he can do. That That's, like, his version of the other stance. But that attack has to cool down. Um, and if you, like, mash the button on that, he can cool it down faster. But then he can't do anything else. Hmm. So, so they threw in some strategery, is what you're telling me. Yeah. Um, so that's all well and good, and, you know, certain enemies have weaknesses to certain types of damage and all that. And there's, like, a stagger system where if you do enough of, like, enough damage to an enemy or you do enough of, like, their weakness to them, they get staggered and then they take extra damage for a few seconds. They still have the limit breaks? There's still limit breaks, yeah. If you do enough damage, you can build up to a limit break to do huge damage. Cool. Um, so that's all well and good, but I found the camera to be very funky. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of um, it's not, like, focused on the enemy. 
type of thing. Mm. And I was having a struggle, like, keeping it on the enemy when I'd be moving around quickly. Oh, that's annoying. So that was... That was irritating. So there's not a way to lock on to the enemy? Well, you can lock on, but even when you're locked on to the enemy, the camera doesn't lock on to the enemy, but your mm. character will be. That's weird. That's Yeah, yeah that's bad. Um, and then with the lock-on system, it's supposed to be like, you know, when you're locked on, you can flick the right thumbstick to move between targets, mm-hmm. but just the it wasn't working well, and I was struggling with it, so I... You know, it was kind of whatever. So that that it was just it, all the issues in the game right now felt like camera problems. Mm. And I'm hoping it's one of those, you know, the good news is, is look, the game's only coming out on PS4 at first. And so like six years from now, when it's on the Xbox, they'll probably have all these issues ironed out and it'll be a lot more fun. <laughs> there you go. I'll have to download it. I keep saying I'm going to do that because I I. I will ultimately end up picking up the game. Probably not right away, but when it goes down in price. There's, um, I don't know all the characters' names, but there's one of the terrorists, the female terrorist. Jesse. Maybe. She thirsty. She, she's, she's all into cloud. That's what I've heard. She's very thirsty. And, um. And she was like moderately in like the original, but I've heard she's very thirsty. Yeah. She's all about cloud and she's got the, um, boobiest boob plate armor to ever boob plate. (laughs) And that was kind of the case in in it's Final like, Fantasy VII. The original. It's one of those where you're looking at it and it's like, that don't make who, no mel- sense. who molded this? <laughs> How did they do this? This seems very difficult. Well, it's supposed to be, you don't want to be like directing the strikes to the center of your your, your chest. You want them to be deflected away. That That's that's nah. how armor works. Anyways, it's it's whatever, but it was just funny. Um, but you know the graphics are really good and the game runs at a nice crisp frame rate I don't know if it's 30 or 60 but it felt good it's probably 30 how did you find the voice acting I thought it was good I mean you're only exposed to like a few characters in the demo you know um, is it just that first Mako reactor right so that's like what the demo was when the game first came out too Cloud Barrett uh, Jesse and then like two other Biggs and Wedge yeah 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 I think that's right that's the only characters you're exposed to this game was informative to me or anything I don't really remember a lot about it no not at all not at all no was there voice acting in the original or no oh no 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 no. okay yeah I thought it was I thought the voice acting was good I don't think they had voice acting in Final Fantasy until 10 and then it was kind of bad Barrett was like a little cartoony but Cloud was who I would expect him to be. Cool. Nice. Um, no, I'm not so crazy about the episodic thing either, just because we've, we've been burned before. Oh, I doubt they're going to well, pull a what? valve. What could you possibly be talking I'm, so about? I'm glad you brought that up because I've seen this discussion happening, and I think it's worth talking about. They're just labeling the game Final Fantasy VII Remake. There's no part one or chapter one or anything like that and they've i mean they've openly talked about that there's going to be episodes episodes yeah but they've made no effort to label this for your general consumer like i know this you know because you right right. so because i'm tuned in right concerned about not concerned is probably the wrong word, but people are going to go out, buy a game and be like, um, 
play it, expect a full game. And, you know, they might get a long game. Like, I'm sure it's, there's going to be a lot of content because I know they've, like, they're adding things for this, right? It's not just like a one to one remake. Well, even the original game, I mean, it was over three discs. And I think you can finish, I mean, if you're speed running, but we're not speed running. You could probably get through the whole story without, like, doing any of the ups or extras and just, like, not worrying about, you know, grinding. I'd say probably like 25, 30 hours. It's still a long game. Yeah. So, I mean, let's say the game comes out and it's 40 hours, which is a nice lengthy game, yeah. right? But then you're expecting a full game and all of a sudden it just gets cut off one third of the way into the story you were expecting well, and you had no idea. That would probably be pretty frustrating. You know what would be frustrating, Alex? Here, we can find out exactly how long it is to beat Final Fantasy VII because there's a website called How Long, how to, long beat? to Beat. Yes. So, just real quick. Uh, so, main story is actually 38 hours. So, a little longer than I, I said. Main and extras, 53. Completionist, 87. Hmm. See, I'd have to do the completionist hmm. run. But is that like 87 hours if you know everything you're doing? I would assume if you know where you're going, it'd be shorter than that. Okay. Um, there's some stuff that you kind of have to... Because I did do a completionist run where I got all the dumb bullshit. I never, like, leveled up all of my materia because you just wouldn't have a life anymore. Um, Isn't that, that the best that way to be? Right. Yes. My uh, original save file of that on my PlayStation is probably close to, like... 100 hours but I'd go back and I'd grind and I got the Knights of the Round materia I beat both of the extra uh, bosses that they threw in there what was it Emerald Weapon and Ruby Weapon um, I think I got everybody's ultimate limit breaks I got all of their like alternate weapons yeah I played the fuck out of that game very formative for young Erica <laughs> what's frustrating Bob um, you know, it would be frustrating if a company were to say promise episodic gaming. Yeah. And then deliver two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, leave the game on a cliffhanger. Um, and then just never release a third episode. Uh, but then like I don't know, 13 years later, um they release a new game in the same universe but not the third installment of that episodic one they left you on and it's a prequel and it's VR only (laughs) you couldn't possibly be talking about Half-Life Alex, could you? there's no way that's what you were inferring no not at all Okay. like fuck you You I did did see something interesting today related to that where um, basically some website compared like search trends of you know when like half-life 2 was announced compared to half-life alex um or comparing half-life 2 to other notable fps franchises you know halo call of duty whatever Mm -hmm. and if you just look at like search interest which does generally tell you some a tale of how interested people are in things um interest is way down compared to like half-life 2 
you know, like way, way down, um, you know, and for something that's such a long coming prequel, I guess you would think there would be more interest. But I also think the moment people see it's VR, it's like, okay. Well, also that you can't take a shit on somebody's head and then 13 years later be like, you know, you never thanked me for that hat. I mean, you could. You could. But you're not going to get the response you're looking for. Not only that, like look at something like uh, Avatar, for example. That made all of the money in the universe and everybody gave a shit. They're still making that movie, the sequels. Oh, I know. I'm a, that's my that's my thing. But you're waiting forever. What is it now? When did that movie come out? Two thousand nine. Like a billion years ago. Like it's been eleven years. Who, who does anyone in the cultural sphere still give a shit about Avatar? No. And you know, it's just so. Like I, I kind of get a little bit of what. Um, you know, Valve want, you know, they didn't want to just create a new game, you know, just make a sequel that had the same exact gameplay, but it's like, that's what the players wanted. Like they wanted you to finish the story. That's what people, it's not the gameplay so much as people wanted to know the end of this story. Right. And that's as much about making a game as is, you know, coming up with new mechanics and pushing the technological envelope you know, what was there ever to say that Valve couldn't go on to make new games and do different things later? Just finish the fucking story. But why would I ever buy into something Valve's doing uh, at this stage? Oh, no. Fuck them. Well, and, and, and you're Valve and you have all this goodwill when it comes to Half-Life especially. You're going to make a profit on anything you put out there. You know, it's not like this is a financial risk. Now, Half-Life Alex might be a financial risk. Yeah, I think so. But Half-Life 2 Episode 3 was in no way, shape, or form a, a financial risk. No. That was like license to print money. Yeah. I mean, that's, like, that's opening or a Portillo's in the middle of nowhere. Okay. So just to let, just as a, on archive of our own, that's the fan fiction website. There are oh no, no, no. This is some, there are because I think this is a a good way of like gauging. There are two hundred and seventeen Avatar fanfics. Mm-hmm. So let me jump on something else. So just as for comparison, the Good Omens TV show came out last May. What the fuck is Good Omens? It's on Prime. It's based on a book that Neil Gaiman wrote. Okay. I enjoyed it. Don't know if it'd be your thing. Enjoyable. It's like a okay. six-episode like miniseries. There are twenty-two thousand five hundred and forty-six fanfics on that. That's a bit more. Yeah. That's a few extra. I just. I just. Know. It's interesting to gauge like what, like n- people are still writing like Pacific Rim fanfiction from like twenty thirteen. No one's writing Avatar fan fiction anymore, is my point. Yeah, I don't know that Avatar was ever, like, a particularly interesting universe. It wasn't. At all. It was kind of bland and boring. Yep. I just finished watching season three of Castlevania. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What'd you think? I thought it was really good. Probably the best season so far. Nice. I gotta finish it. Uh, I 
watched like the first episode of season two and then something fucking happened. I saw something shiny in and I didn't finish it. <laughs> he wasn't really into it. I don't oh. think you finished season one, did you? I shouldn't ask Bob questions when he's not at this microphone. Sorry, this is uh, baby management <laughs> with uh, Bob, Eric, and Alex. Uh, and then my mic star- or my headphones started to die too. Um, no, I didn't. Uh, I just couldn't get into Castlevania. I don't know why. I think I watched a good chunk of season one. You didn't finish it though. I finished. I, it I think though. season. I could understand you getting uninterested in season one because I think season one was a lot of setup. And it was very slow moving. Season two was good, and season three was actually great. I've heard season three is is very very good. Yeah, um, and they are like all in now on just like everything: the violence, the um, religion aspects, the sex. Like they're all in on all of it. Sweet. And if there's someone you don't like, they are getting fucked with. Like, everyone is getting what they deserve. Um, everyone's great. I mean, you know, the probably the best character on the whole show is Cypher, um, the uh, magician. Well, she's... Did they call her a magician? She's the one in, like, the blue robe, right? Yeah. Okay, so she was in the first season. Yeah, she's in... Yeah. yeah. No, she's actually great now. <laughs> like, um, And this is a Netflix-produced right. animated show. Yeah, that and bodes uh, well. the combat's awesome. Like they've, it's not like, it's not like One Punch Man season one levels of animation, but it's some pretty top level animation nice. that they're doing. Good. Well, the shitty thing about like that though was they got you really used to that in season one, and then they were like, "Oh, we got it. We got it. Yeah. out." Well, and before we derail Bob on One Punch Man, <laughs> let me let me just finish and say. The nice thing about Castlevania is most of these episodes are like 20 to 25 minutes. So you can just like burn through this. I mean, the way you watch TV, you could be caught up by the end of tomorrow. (laughs) I mean, sorry, by the end of tomorrow morning. (laughs) You know, like this is easy to catch up on. The way that I watch TV. The way you said that. Erica, don't act like you didn't watch like the entire run of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia in a weekend, okay? I mean, it was more like a week, but. Okay, my bad. I watch stuff fast. That's the, that's my problem, Alex. I get like obsessed with shit, and then I fixate, and then I latch on, and then that's just my life until it's either done or I I see something else shiny. The point is, is you could catch up on this show in like four hours. <laughs> well, I will work on that before our next episode. Excellent. Um, so I watched that. You know what we could talk about, Bob? What's that? The finale airs tonight, I believe. McMillions. It does air tonight. I'm actually rather excited to kick you the fuck out of my house and watch that. Wow. Yeah. Not an offer of you could watch it with us, but kick you the <laughs> no. fuck out so he can watch it. That's okay because I'll be excited to leave. Okay, good. As long as we're all on the same page. Have you been watching this, Erica? Yeah. Yeah, we've been... Uh, uh, we randomly threw it on... Last weekend? Yeah, I think we had wanted to watch it, um, but we forgot about it. And I then, forgot about it, too. And then we were watching something else on HBO, and we're like, oh. It's like, oh, yeah, that started. That's right. Right. So, yeah, we flipped over, and it was like, oh, this is insane. I'm enjoying the one FBI. I forget, like, most of the names. Cause it's the younger FBI like guy. Days. 
Yeah, the younger FBI guy is Doug. great. He you know, seems, Doug he, seems highly competent, but also ridiculous. You know who he reminds me of? Bear. Hmm. He's kind of an asshole, but he grows on you. Do you think he's an asshole, though? I don't feel like he was. Oh, ever that an first that episode. first episode, he comes off as a massive asshole. Oh yeah, I oh. thought at least. I didn't feel that. I did appreciate the. Uh, uh, what was it? The district attorney throwing him under the bus. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, he totally faxed that stuff. He did it wrong. The district attorney who has and didn't, and like didn't, the most didn't, southern name but didn't of all Doug time. Throw or some didn't shit. Doug throw it right back though? Like no, it was actually that old fart that blew it. I enjoy that they don't like each other. It amuses me. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I told Bob, I think the two, it's funny because they kind of brought it up on episode five of the show, right as I was thinking about it. But I think the two most interesting aspects of this whole scheme are how did Uncle Jerry do this? Yeah. How did he do this without anyone catching him? Which they need, uh, we need and, to and find honestly, out about tonight. It would probably still be going on today. If someone didn't rat him out, oh, yeah, and, that's the, looking at and it. that's the other aspect of it is who called the Who's FBI. the rats? And I think all signs do point to Frank Colombo. It's the brother, right? Right. He's a bit of a douchebag. Colombo, right? A it's Columbo. A little bit. <laughs> him and his wife are starting to get on my nerves. I think, I think all signs absolutely point to him because who else would have wanted to kill this thing? Um... But then again, I don't know. The guys, it's not like we're talking about the smartest person in the world here. But if he rats out and the whole thing gets undone, he has to know they're going to come for that money. Well, and him. Right. Your ass is dead. Unless he got immunity or something for being the whistleblower. But you would think they would oh, still Oh, take, you're talking you about would, the FBI. I'm talking about the mob. If it was, if he, oh, if it was oh, him yeah. and they found out, you're dead. You're done. You're just dead. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You're dead. Well, I th- the one thing I posed to you was um, if the family thought Uncle Jerry um, did it or was if involved. They, if they thought he put a hit out yeah, on they, Jerry Colombo. They might have given what's the green, the green light to rat him out. Right. right. That's a possibility. So we'll see. But I'm, I'm worried that we're not going to find out either thing on this episode tonight. I don't think you're going to find out who's the informant, and I don't think they know who was running this with him. I don't know. I'm just the way, like, I just has, it just has a feel. Unless they dug, unless they dug something up that the FBI didn't know, I just don't have the feel of it that they know who was helping him steal these game pieces. I don't know. Because they have done that a couple times where they've had, like, uh, a cliffhanger ending. And then, like, the next episode was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's, like, nothing. Yeah. Like, with I, the kid. I, when the kid, kid in the car, I was like, he's going to go to bed after that episode. And then they show the car accident with the kid out of the car seat. the kid's dead. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm, like, sitting the, there crying. I'm like, okay, well, I have to watch this now. That's the other thing I don't like for a documentary series that they keep ending on, like, cliffhangers. I don't think yeah. that's good for a documentary. It's a little frustrating. It's not a drama. Right. And I understand they're trying to make it interesting, and this is the network that did the jinx, so I think they feel they have to have a little bit of, you know, 
a Nash or something. Though a lot of those episodes didn't end in cliffhangers. Hmm. I do I do think it is hilarious that you know, through the first episode, it was kind of like, oh, what's all going on here? And then the second episode, it's like, oh, it's the mob. Because oh, when they said course. that, it was like, oh, well, of course it's the mob. Of course it's the mob. Well, and I, t- I, think I, t- I think I texted you. I was watching the first episode, and I was like, this has a mob feel to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, of um, course this is what it is. It's one of those. That train's never late. Um. I do think if I had a, another criticism of the documentary, I think they easily could have done this whole thing in say four episodes instead of six. It yeah. feels a little drawn out. I would agree. And there were a couple episodes in there where they spent way too much time on some of these quote unquote winners. Um, like I think the one, the black woman is a Gloria Brown. Was that her name? First name is Gloria. I think I'm not sure what the last name I think is. it is Brown. And then there's the blonde lady with the glasses, the white blonde lady with the glasses. Yeah, oh. Jerry Colombo's uh, mistress. Yeah. No, not... Col- yeah, yeah, it was Colombo. Yeah, you were... Yeah. The skinny blonde lady with the glasses was fucking him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, dude, if you look at... I don't know what happened to Jerry Colombo's wife, okay? The but years showed, have not been kind. They showed some old pictures of her, and I was like, she was attractive, that's she was a hell of a drug, Alex. It's like, holy shit. Well, you're like chain smoking. You know, you're drinking heavy. Gained weight. Yeah, it was every... I mean... Don't have that uh, the luxury lifestyle anymore. So, yeah, that, that, that'll happen. She went from like an attractive woman to... No, she's to, a cute like, girl. Now she's like... It's unfortunate. Holy shit, you know? Don't smoke, people. Don't do whatever she was don't doing. Smoke. Whatever she was doing, don't do that. It's not good for you. But, um, bad for you. Yeah, she's, so, she's a witch, too. Holy shit. They're all terrible people. They're all, here's, it's a lot of terrible people. Here's a question for you. The one guy um, who I can't remember his name, but you know they, they've gone through lengths to try and say that, or they've talked about it like, he didn't know that this the, was the adopted son. The adopted son. Yeah. I don't remember I can't remember his name. What do you th- think? Do you think he's <sighs> do, actually is he, is he believable or not? Yeah. I find him to be believable. Which adopted adopted son? The guy who the one guy who was a distributor. Remember he went and he sold the one ticket to his adopted son and he told him... Oh, the country singer guy? Yeah. Oh, right, I didn't right. realize it was an adoption situation. Foster there. or something. Whatever, oh, okay. something okay. like that, okay. yeah. He told him, my friend is getting divorced. He doesn't feel it's right that he got this. He won this game piece, and he's going to have to split this, split this money with no, his I future ex-wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if you pay him $100,000 for it, you get the other nine hundred grand. That was how he... That's how they're claiming it was presented to him. And so in that case, you still did something that was morally wrong, but I don't think it was really like illegal other than the fact that McDonald's says you can't transfer a game piece. Right, 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 um, right. I mean, is I that the fault it, of the adopted son? No, he got lied to. Assume, well, then that's the question. Oh, oh you're thinking you if think, this is, do you they think made a cover story so right. that he's trying to shield is him. Is that a cover story to shield him or do you believe him? I find him to be believable. Yeah, I don't know that I know that it's... I think it's a cover story. 
I was kind of taking it at face it could, value. It could be it could be a cover story because that guy is scuzz, is real scummy. Oh the, yeah, the real estate developer. Oh yeah, he's you're a real really estate scummy. developer. You're like scum city. But he's Mormon. He's good at heart. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I find the guy to be believable. I hope he didn't have to do any jail time. I'm very curious to see who actually went to jail for this. Yeah. That's the other thing that's going to be interesting is, you know, did these did everyone get this money taken away? I'm assuming everyone had the money taken away. Those who had any left. They'll still garnish it, won't they? I don't know how they're, that works. They're, they're coming for that money one way or the other. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah and, you don't get, oh, well, you stole it, so I, think yeah, I guess of, that's yours now. I think one of the things about that guy that made him seem believable is he essentially came from nothing. And they made it sound like, you know, he worked extremely hard to get all his businesses off the ground to make his yeah. money. No, it, it it definitely seems believable, but I there is that. It's a crazy story. Yeah. So it's kind of like. The whole thing is nuts. Yeah. Well, what we were saying is it's bonkers that like no one, you don't remember this at all. But then you look at when the court stuff was settled, it was September 10th, 2001. And it was like, oh, that's why. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, I never even remember. I don't even remember hearing about any of this happening, you know. I remember there being a like the Monopoly game and all that. Right. This is the first I've ever heard that it was like completely fixed. Well, and, and to, you know, I can't remember his last name, but to Uncle Jerry's point of what he would tell people is the reason we can get away with this is McDonald's doesn't care. They're not looking into it. They've never looked into it. They don't care who the winners are because the amount of money they make every time they run this promotion oh, is, is so insane right. that it doesn't matter who wins the million dollars. It right. doesn't matter who wins a Dodge Viper because it's a drop. It's a literal little drop in a bucket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and, and that's what's so crazy about it is this scheme was being run so well that and for so long right 13 years that's crazy to essentially defraud a major organization for 13 years is nuts and no one was going to know if the if the fbi didn't get that call and the best was the guy who was sitting there the rick guy who didn't want to get interviewed for the show he probably wasn't even going to look into it because he didn't care. He just had like a random post-it note on his computer. <laughs> right, like him, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But well, what I think is, what I do appreciate about the the documentary is when it started, when it went into Gloria Brown's background and like everything that, she went through through the course of this uh, you know and, and i brought this up when we were watching it it you know there is this fascination with the mob in um american pop culture and it's kind of always painted as you know there's like this weird honor in the mob and you know yeah it's, well you're making money you're mm-hmm. fucked up but you know, it's not that, you know, and it's kind of like idolizes them to a degree. But you look at the shit and like how it just absolutely destroys people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he 
There, there was no like. The, he just set that lady up to take advantage of her. Oh yeah, you know, it, it wasn't like oh she came to him asking for a loan and he was like you shouldn't take this money from me because if you can't pay me back it's gonna be bad. And Are you like, suggesting oh. that The Sopranos was not an accurate depiction? Um, I will say that exact thing happened in Armageddon as well. Who did it? Which um, I recently rewatched. I was thinking of uh, uh, Tony uh, yes. talking to Robert Patrick's character yes. and being like, if you borrow this money from me, I am going to get it back. Whether it's through your store or like, I'm getting my money back. Right. And Robert Patrick's like, I'm on a hot streak, man. Give it to me. Uh, Fast forward five episodes. Yeah, there goes the store. <laughs> <laughs> no. Armageddon's a hell of a watch, Alex. I don't. To I go, honestly wait, don't wait, know wait, that wait. I could sit through to, it. To go, to, that that movie sucked. To go back for a second, <laughs> Gloria Brown. Did she even make any money on this whole endeavor? No, no, she got fucked because it sounded like she basically broke even after, uh, assuming she would have got all the money. Well, what's what's painfully clear is that people forget that you have to pay taxes on this shit. Well, there's that, but. The way she recounts it, she really wasn't super interested in it in the first place. And it sounded like it almost sounds like by the time she knew enough info about it, she wanted out, but it was too late. There was no way she could have gotten out because now she knows. So you're involved now. Right. So, like, at that point, she was screwed. That's kind of the amazing thing about the whole endeavor is when you run a scam like this or a scheme however you want to look at it generally the less people you involve the safer it is to keep it going in general this they had a ton of people involved because in terms of the million dollar winners they kept giving it to a different person for obvious reasons and so they had tons of people involved and this shows you how little that they were actually looking into it, that all the winners were coming from the same region of the country. Right, right. And all knew each other <laughs> in one way or another. But It's a fascinating story. It is. It is. It is. And, you know, it's it's one of those things, you know, people think about it and it's like, oh, well, it's just the, the stupid little game that you play when you, you go to McDonald's and it's like, well, and the funny thing about it is when you think about the Monopoly game, you know, whether it was the McDonald's one or now you see it in like grocery stores and stuff. And I think it's actually going to come back to Mon uh, McDonald's again soon. But when you think about it, you think like, you know, why would anyone go buy a bunch of fries or something? Because there's no way you're going to win that million dollars. Like mm -hmm. your your chances of winning it are so insanely small. But then how does the lottery run? Right, right. But what's funny about it is you literally had a 0% chance of winning. Like Look at that. Not, yeah, yeah. It's you not were even not like, going to win. It's not even like you had a point zero 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 one percent chance of winning. Right. You literally had a 0% chance of winning any of the good prizes. Yep. That's what's funny about it. No, the, like the lottery is, yeah, I have a glimmer of hope. Maybe I'll win $300 million. Be nice, but nah. See, I wouldn't want to win it. 
because it's well not here because they make you show your face but yeah it puts just a huge target on your back and puts you and your family at risk Mm. why would you ever do it that's why you gotta move to one of the rich people countries (laughs) what's the name of that secret European country Uh, but not Italy you don't want to go to Italy right you don't now. Go to I don't Italy. think you can go to Italy right <laughs> now. See, I'd want to win it just because, yeah, people would know and there'd be people that would try to take advantage of you or whatever. But after, you know, one, you could just sit on that money and just, like, the amount of interest you would make would be insane. Well, you got to be smart about it. And, you can't be a dummy. Right. You know, you always just take the lump sum and you just sit on the... You just make ungodly amounts of money off the interest. But... And don't go crazy because you do got to pay the taxes on it. Right. Forget about that shit. And the thing to me is, though, you could, you know, help so many people that are your friends or family or whatever. Like, I, I wouldn't be one of these, like, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars people who are like, I got to sit on this and I got to amass as much wealth as possible. No, no, I would. No. There'd be a circle of people. I will say if anybody came to me asking for money, you're not getting any money because <laughs> it's like, obviously, like, if you know anything about me, we're going to make sure the people that you care about are okay. You know, I'm not yeah. like fucking anybody here. There, There's a certain sphere that would be taken care of. If you had, you know, oh, you still got a little bit of mortgage. Sure. You can handle that. You'd have to look at the tax ramifications for those people. Because you don't want to fuck somebody. But Sit on the pile. Like a dragon. <laughs> 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 Bob gets it all in like gold coins. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck's it. <laughs> Tries to dive in, breaks his neck, dies instantly. Now it'd be Duck your money. Ducktails lied. It'd I be know. your money now, though, Erica. So exactly. it kind of worked out. <laughs> but you know, think about it. Like, you come into that kind of money. Just so suddenly, like, it, it, it ruins your life. There would be a lot of people who wouldn't be mentally prepared for it at all. The vast majority of people, and right. that's what they're banking on. Right. Mm-hmm. It would just be nice to be able to be like, okay, I'm going to pay off all of my student loans, pay off the house, make sure we've got money aside for our child's future, and then... Ski <laughs> home in Salt Lake. See, that's the thing, sure. Bob. Is you would you say you wouldn't want it, but at that point you would just be able to live your dream life well, of just skiing twenty four seven. Yeah, pretty much. And then you would inevitably break your neck, and Erica would get all the money. You should see the house I would buy in Little Cottonwood Canyon. Oh, it's gorgeous. No, you buy a little condo. You don't need a big house. You're never gonna be in the house. You're gonna be skiing and snowboarding all day. Well, you need uh, you need space for all your friends to come visit. Nah, no hangers on, no cling, nah, none of but that. But that's all half the fun of a ski vacation. Is you get a big group of people together. You go out. You cook yeah, a little, find their own goddamn place some to eggs, stay. Some bacon in the morning. Yeah, great. Come over for breakfast. You're not staying in my house. So much so, for so, so much so for generous in, giving, we're, Erica. We're we're in the the realm here of like the a hundred million dollar lottery winning. Eh, we can't do a house. Let's just get a condo. Yeah, I'm not blowing all my money on some house condo. That'll be fine for you when you go. When you do your little snowboarding things. Big you house. can tell she has so much big house. respect and. You know, understanding of my. But is there, there a place to stay yeah. out there for you to go? Yes, you'd still be able to do it. 
Speaking of, I would like to um, formally thank coronavirus uh, for ruining my winter. <laughs> Alex. So last week, uh, I, he gives, I get a, I think you texted me and you were like, the conference is canceled in Salt Lake. And then maybe about 20 minutes later, and Bob doesn't call during the day. We don't do that unless there's something wrong. He's like, can I, can I, can you call me? Oh, you called me first when I was doing something with the baby. He's like, can you call me? And I was like, and then I'm sitting there. You're like, what's wrong? No, I'm sitting there, Alex. And I'm like, this is about fucking snowboarding. I knew this is a snowboarding phone call. So I get on the phone with him. Bob is laughing in control. And Alex, sure the fuck enough, it was a snowboarding call. Was he just complaining about not getting to go snowboarding? No, he was trying to angle a way that he could like take a still trip go? that weekend. Right. Wow. Well, originally I thought, I'm like, if this motherfucker asks if he can still fly out to Salt Lake, <laughs> we're going to have a problem. <laughs> but that was not what the request was. I guess the my uh, request was still turned down, but that wasn't the request. <laughs> you got a problem, Bob? Yeah, it's called a crippling snowboarding obsession. Willamont is calling. No, Willamont's. <laughs> listen, there is nothing within an hour of here that is even worth like putting my snow pants on for. Wow. It is that bad? What a snowboarding snob. Right? No, yeah. I know. I, I full stop, though. Wilmot is a piece of shit, and I'm fully aware of that. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> a ski... I'm not even going to call it a resort, because it's a shack that sells lift tickets, and there's a couple lifts. But it, it's it built on a landfill. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, I know. I'm well aware of what Wilmot is. I just think it's funny to suggest it to you because I know that you get all hot. It amuses me. At least, uh, what's it called out in Galena? That's at least 500 vertical feet. It's not terrible. Not great, but it's not terrible. There's Cascade on the way up to Wisconsin Dells. That's a little more than an hour. It's also just a hill, though. There's Christmas Mountain. Um... Somewhere in Wisconsin, I see it when we drive up to the Dells. And I'm always like, there's no mountains in the Midwest, friend. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, so it was it tickled me. But I think it's crazy that they canceled, uh, that it's that people are looking at it, taking it that seriously. Some people, not all people. A lot of stuff is getting canceled. I saw South by Southwest getting got canceled. Emerald City yep. Comic Con got canceled. Um, of course, C2E2 didn't, and I went to that, so I definitely have it now. I saw Italy is pretty much on full lockdown. Italy's on I lockdown. Mean, Italy is like you can leave the house to go to work, and you can leave the house to buy food. Other than that, stay home. Stay the fuck home. Yep. The whole country now, too. Yeah. When I just got um, an email from... And those are our people, Erica. They got to make it. They do have to make it. Uh, it was from City Winery talking about how we're making sure that we're taking precautions. Like, it's crazy how everyone seems to be taking it seriously, except for the president of the United <laughs> States. Well, so, Dole, did you see? Sorry, before I forget. Trump is worried. Apparently, a source said. Trump is concerned that 
a member of the media is going to purposefully get coronavirus and then try to pass it on to him on Air Force One when he shakes hands with them. That'd be fucking rad as hell. <laughs> Someone should totally Apparently do that. this is a real concern of Donald Well, he's Trump's. a ger- fucking germaphobe. And he's old, so he's at risk. Well, I guess he should. And there's no way he doesn't have, like, 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 hor- he's not healthy. Hey, and if, if, if he gets it and then he passes it on to Pence and they both kick the bucket, Nancy Pelosi achieves her life goal of being president. Do you think that's her life goal? I don't know that she wants to be president. I think she's perfectly content with where she is. Doesn't everyone kind of want to be president? It's a shit job. I wouldn't want to be president. No, but I mean, like, especially for just like that. Like, oh, you only got to do it for like six months, you know? I don't know. No, I'm actively hoping he gets coronavirus. I realize that makes me a terrible (laughs) human being, but I'd be fine with that. Because they'd never tell you. They'd lie about it. You know, he's not sick. He's up there hacking, coughing, right. sweating, never, fever. Well, they would just say that's actually just his normal demeanor. And then, oh, he had a heart attack and he died. All right. That's a shame. No, they'd say something like it'd be like the Democrats assassinated him. Well, so. The, the, just go just full on. A member war. of the media killed him. Let's do it. The crazy fucking thing is he. He'll he says something and then there's like literally a scientist to the side to correct him. Like, <laughs> yes, but dear leader can say nothing wrong. Oh, Anything dear leader true. says that's is correct. True. Up is down, left is right. Kansas City is in Kansas. It's it's all it's all good. Oh, I like that he doesn't want the numbers to go up. So he's like, well, those people on that boat can't step on. California, that'll make our numbers go up. It's like, how you're so bad at They're this. They're not going to report the real numbers anyway. <laughs> well, they can't because they can't test. They don't have enough tests. Well, did you hear the other day some woman who's a reporter for Vice News uh, was in Italy covering coronavirus? She comes back into the country, and this was like the day after I they saw announced this on Twitter. they were. Yeah. This was the day after they announced they were going to do all this testing, right, on people who are coming into the country. She comes into the country. She was just in Italy. She goes through customs. They're just like, eh, going through. No testing. No questions. No nothing. No questions about anything. Just like a normal day of customs. Mm-hmm. She was in Italy. Uh-huh. No, we're we're fucked, Alex. Well, and what? So, meanwhile, this is all going on, and you know, the orange one could probably ignore it, except it's impacting something he actually cares about. The Dow, (laughs) (laughs) money. (laughs) Did you see what it did today? It sunk like a stone. Remember, remember Armageddon. That that Texas-sized asteroid has crashed into Wall Street and just left a giant crater. Imagine if, like, two months ago, you just put all your money into, like, um, you know, like, you know, some company that makes like hand wipes or something. You're just like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm. I'm Bob. fucking rich. <laughs> well, that's the funny thing. It's like 
anytime you you have stuff like this, like like you just put all your money to Johnson and Johnson. You, you know? got you got like the people who have uh, a pile of cash sitting on the side, just like where am I going to move it now to make a ton of money off of this? Um, this horrific tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is the type of stuff that if you were you know like in back to the future and you had future knowledge of things that were coming this is where you would make the generational wealth oh yeah biff it yeah for sure yeah. always biff it well i well from what i've heard and john oliver did a segment on this last week where it basically was like it's really not a matter of if it's a matter of when mm-hmm. you know and it's like I think he said you shouldn't be at a point where you're, like, drinking bleach to try and make sure you don't have it, but you should probably be a little worried. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing, wash your hands. And, like, actually wash your hands. Yeah. You know, use the soap, You know what I saw on, uh, uh, I think it was Tumblr, regarding hand washing. Like, they say, oh, you should do it for 20 seconds. I saw somebody had a meme up of, like, the, you know, how they had it up at the NICU with the different, like, ways you need to wash your hands for 20 seconds. They were like, you could sing the uh, chorus of Judas. And that gets you through. So I've totally been doing that. <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> I just thought to myself when you said that, wow, Tumblr still exists. Somehow. <laughs> and have you ever seen the numbers? I think it was Verizon that bought Tumblr. It was. And when they bought Tumblr, they didn't want all the porn content on there, you know. Like and fools. So they, so they <laughs> killed that. And the traffic to tumblr dropped like 95 percent in a month <laughs> it was like wow it's amazing how many things porn props up that you wouldn't even think of but i think they're selling it now because they've lost like a all their money fuck ton of money yeah in the deal, so it turns out when you run all your fucking um i can't even think of the name the, the, the fucking word right now <laughs> When you run all of your hits off, you can't make any money on selling advertising. Yep. Weird. It is odd the way that works. Very true. Very true. Well, anytime like I see something that has ads on it, it just a, a countdown starts going in my head of how long until they until this thing I like is ruined. It, it's just so oversaturated. I just stop using it. Well, and you, this happens with so much stuff. And it's like when pe- when companies wonder why you run an ad blocker, this is why. Because it's not enough to have a banner ad on the page. You know, like if, if you just went to every website in the world and there was like a banner ad at the top and maybe there's another banner ad oh, at the bottom. Oh, that's fine. I don't mind that. And maybe there's one in the middle of an article. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't bother me. But they don't have that type of self-control. No, no. one does. It's just ads and pop-ups and they're fucking everywhere if the autoplay have, videos yeah yeah if you have an autoplay video you're dead to me yeah and and when they do stuff like when you go to a website and it's like oh you're running an ad blocker please disable it and they won't let you use the website it's like oh i'm never coming back. Right, i just here. won't come here there i can find the information that i i need from this website yeah in your literally web, a thousand other spots. is not special. Right, exactly. Everyone, it's like most like blogs and stuff like that are just reposting the same news feed type stuff anyway. Well, so. You know what's pretty interesting is that if there's something like on the New York Times or the Washington Post I want to read, 
what I'll usually do is just go to sfgate.com uh, where they're reposting it because um, they've paid to syndicate it and that's free. Now I've got to disable the fucking autoplay ad, but <laughs> at least there I can read it. So it, it, it's it's just so annoying. One time, this happened recently. So, you know, when Twitch first came out, there were very little ads. Then they started doing ads. But what you could do is, is if you had Twitch Prime, which you could get for free, if you have Amazon Prime and you just link them together, yes. there'd be no ads. Oh. Okay. But then they took that away recently. Mm-hmm. So there's ads again, even if you have Twitch Prime. You so know, you notice that that happens with, with a fair amount a lot, of things a lot of like stuff. that. Yeah. I'm watching some sort of bullshit on Twitch the other day. I don't know what. And it starts hitting me with like a long set of ads. Like in the corner, it's like one out of six, 30 seconds. Yeah, it's like, I've, I've noticed what? YouTube is doing that too now. It's hitting you with multiple ads during the ad breaks. Yeah. And this was on my phone, and I don't block ads in the Twitch app itself. I don't use, like, a system-wide ad blocker. Mm-hmm. And all that made me do was immediately close the application. <laughs> it's like, there's nothing on here that's good enough content to sit through a four-minute ad. It ain't happening. You know? Well, and that's, like, you get that on YouTube where you'll get a 30-second ad for, like, a 15-second clip. Yeah, it's like, like what the I'm, fuck? No, I'm yeah, not I'm gonna. Not, no, not this happening. is not worth it. And it just makes me wonder, like, where's the return on investment for these ads? It just is insane to me. And at least Bloomberg's out of the race, so we don't have every other fucking ads on a Bloomberg. Ad. Well, we weren't getting spammed with mail anymore. You never saw any of it because I ripped it up as soon as I pulled it out of the uh, the mail, but. I saw one of those where it was like some blah 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 tragedy happened to me and Michael Bloomberg calls every year to check on me. No he doesn't. Don't lie. Uh, But yeah I just and that's the thing with the ad stuff in general is when it it comes to a lot of these websites one you can find the content elsewhere. Mm -hmm. So if you layer your website in ads I'm just not going to go. And I think that's how most people feel about it. And this is why people are running ad blockers because there are so many ads on so many websites that it just cripples. There's so many of these websites are so slow when you don't yeah. run an ad blocker. Well, and then they'll be like, well, if you get a subscription, but then you get the subscription and there's still ads. Yeah. You know, it's. Well, that was like we had a while. This is a long ass time ago when Hulu like first started. And you could do Hulu without ads for like originally there weren't ads on there, if yeah. memory serves. And then you could do it for like four ninety nine or something, and you could get no ads. And then it slowly crept up. Even WWE Network, remember it was like, oh, there won't be any ads on this, and it's nine ninety nine. And then they started sneaking ads in there, and it's like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Well, and in, like with Netflix, there's no ads right now, but they're coming. And because they've realized, you know, we're pretty much tapped out on how many subscribers we can have and like all corporations they always want to find a way to make more money so if you feel like well we're not going to really be able to drive new subscribers that much or we've hit like a maximum number how we make more money right serve ads and 
to me, what's going to happen is the moment you start serving unskippable ads, like if you like if you serve an ad and I just have to press A to skip over it, that doesn't really bother me. It's one extra step. It's skippable. Not, Fine. It's not enjoyable, but it's whatever. But if you serve like a 30 second unskippable ad before every TV show I want to watch on Netflix, you're just going to drive people to piracy Mm -hmm. and you're going to have no one to blame but yourself. Well, and and the other thing to to remember is there is so much content worth watching out there right now. So it's like if your service pushes me away from you, yes, there are going to be people who go to piracy, but. A lot of other people just go watch or I'll just something cancel else. this and I'll I'll uh, uh, go with the subscription. The other subscription I have that I don't watch, but I'll see what else is on there. Right. So, like we have uh, HBO Go for uh, certain HBO shows. Yep. With uh, Westworld coming back, we'll uh, keep it for that, but... Is Westworld going to do the timey-wimey bullshit again? It shouldn't, because if it does... I mean, you got Aaron Paul in this season, which I'm very, very intrigued for. I wonder if they're going to do something like kill him off two episodes in. I really hope not. I've, I think he'd be a choice-like long-term addition to the cast. I have made a decision with this season, which is... If they start with timey-wimey bullshit, I'm not going to watch... Until the whole season is done and somebody says it was worth watching. Because I'm just, I'm tired of wasting my time on shows. Well, here's the annoying thing. And I think it it all comes back to to this. Is they are so concerned with people figuring out what their story is going to be. That they feel the need to do all this. It's the Vince McMahon syndrome. They know I'm going to zig, I'm going to zag instead, even though it makes no sense in terms of what I'm doing with my story. Yeah, just just have a good story. Just tell your story. You know what? I do not care. To take a, a WWE example, you knew once Daniel Bryan beat Triple H in the opening of WrestleMania 30, and he was probably going to go on to win the titles at the end of the night. Right. If they didn't do that, that would have been a very unsatisfying story. Sometimes when you know exactly what is coming, it's because you've told, you've told, the, the, it's a well-told story. And, you know, yes, it probably has this conclusion. And that's fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's okay. You have, there's this internet hive mind out there that is going to figure out what your story is yeah, going to be. Yeah, your story is not so complicated that something that you and like five other people figured out in a room isn't going to be figured out by a million people on Reddit. Like exactly. it's just it's too many people working together to poke holes and figure out where stuff is going. They're going to figure it out. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's fine. Just but worry it, about writing a great story. Exactly. Don't worry about what the internet is doing. Don't you don't give a shit about that because your show's ratings aren't going to go down because oh I figured out the twist. No, it's like okay, well maybe it's going this way. I want to see how they do that. And 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 look, some of this stuff that people, you know, figured out in the first season, I'm doing air quotes because this wasn't like a genius thing that people figured out that uh what was his name, Jimmy or whatever, was the man in black. Like 
if you were watching that show, you could have figured it. Out. That only made sense, right? Right. I think we <laughs> got a couple not... episodes in, and we were like, "There's something." Well, there's and, something going and, on. And there's something that was really enjoyable about the first season was that it 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 made sense. It built up to it, and is if you were watching and paying attention. Yeah, you figured it out. Which I would argue so, you should be doing with a television show So anyway. when you got the payoff, you felt satisfying. good about it. Right. You know? Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's cool to get, like, a twist from completely out of left field. But there's... But is it a twist that makes sense, though? Right. It, it's got to make sense. And, I mean, I think, you know, you think of, like, the sixth sense in terms of a really good twist. See the look at her face? Like, what the fuck was that? This is incredibly uncomfortable uh, <laughs> but you know, but you know if, if like if you can't execute that twist perfect you know it's gotta it's all gotta fit together I'd rather I'd rather feel satisfied at an ending I saw coming than just like confounded by an ending that doesn't make sense well and look and you, if you're gonna do a twist it should advance the story it should make the story better and not a yeah. twist for the sake of twisting right. and and the twist if you go back and look back on what you had been experiencing should be like oh now this makes sense and that right. makes sense like the sixth sense right yep but That's yeah it's just it's very frustrating especially in in that regard because it is just like or like with lost we were in purgatory. People figured out it was purgatory. It's not purgatory, though. But then it was purgatory. But, but it's not purgatory. But then it was purgatory. But it's not purgatory. And it's just like, dudes, it's fine. Speaking of great TV shows. Yes. Are you ready for the challenge? Alex, Total madness. I Is that what it's called? so yeah. ready. Glorious. The fact that you have to win an elimination in order to progress to the final brings me so much joy in my dark heart. Well, we'll have to see how everything's laid out because this feels like one of those seasons that could be amazing or or terrible, depending on how they choose to do things. Because is this individual? Is it going to be one of those things where on one day you're paired up and the next day you're in teams and the next day you're solo? Is it going to be one of those seasons? I've we have no idea. I, I haven't looked up anything about it really, other than the cast, yeah, um, and the elimination thing that they said in the trailer. I was, but, I was surprised to see Anissa is back. Yeah, well, I don't think she ever would have really been gone. It's that she like broke her ankle when CT ran her over in that Champs versus Stars thing. Yeah, but Anissa, Anissa always comes in. She complains that she's been on the show forever. She's never really got a shot, but she never comes in shape. So, yeah, we'll see. What and happens. she's usually chain smoking, which is glorious <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> I, I don't. I like the cast. Yeah, I like the. Thank God we get a season off from Cara, Maria, and Polly. Yep. And it was so funny. I saw some promo today, and it was just basically asking the cast members, who are you excited isn't here? And, <laughs> of course, they all said Cara, Maria, and Polly. And then I feel like everyone on the cast got together, and they were like, okay, guys, we need a word to describe Cara, Maria. What can we all say? And I, they all got together, and they decided on miserable. <laughs> <laughs> and, like they all like everyone they cut to was like Cara Maria is so miserable like five different people Jenna looks good yeah 
She does look good because, like, the last few years, she's, like, looked kind of emaciated and yeah. sick. Um, but, yeah, she looks good. Oh, I'm glad she's back. And Josh is coming back. Rogan, but no Joss. Because Joss knew he was fucked. I think it's funny because they're supposed to be best friends. I think Rogan came on the show, showed more personality than Joss, won a challenge before Joss, and is like one of, you know, like these super attractive model type guys. And so they're like, Joss, you're out of here, buddy. <laughs> like, we talk about Wes's beard. It's amazing. West, oh, that's spectacular. He looks like Sami Zayn. It's <laughs> glorious. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just I'm scrolling no, through just, pictures yeah. and it was like beard. I I hope Wes has a good season. I think no Leroy, a... huh? No, no Cam. Interesting. Well, I think they have a pretty good cast, though. I mean, you yeah. know, off the top of my head, they've got Tori. They have Maddie. Um, Did I see Tori on here? Yeah, She's Tori's there. there. Oh yeah, there she is. Okay. Jenna, Kayla. Um, they have some new. They have some. They have new people on the show this year, but not a lot, you know. Yeah. So I feel like it'll give a couple. If there's some standouts, it'll give them a chance to shine, oh, yeah, rather than really having a lot of new people. Fifteen new people or something. Yeah. Um. You know, Jordan, uh, bananas, uh, CT, oh. Kyle's back. <laughs> you know, I Kyle's they, great. I love Kyle. Uh, once oh. again, bears there. Look at once that picture. Again, that picture's great. It's a great picture. Just like I'm ready to fuck shit up, man. It's I I like the people like Kyle and Bear that are scumbags, but they own it. I for me for reality TV, I hate when someone is an absolute piece of shit and they try to act like they're a saint. I, don't I hate like that, that shit. No, you're you're an asshole. Be an asshole. No ninja Bear, either, huh? No ninja. Yeah. Thank God. Bear's a piece of shit. He knows he's a piece of shit. If he gets with you, he's going to cheat on you. Everyone knows it. This is not a secret. It's all good. You know? Like, if you sleep with Bear and he cheats on you, you're not allowed to be mad about that. No, you got to <laughs> give, give the Larry David. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was pretty. 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 Pretty good. good. You should yeah. watch the latest episode. Were you here when we were talking about it? I missed a good chunk of it because I was in. They they had John Ham. They had John Ham playing Larry David on the latest episode. He was researching a role that was allegedly based on Larry, and he basically becomes Larry by the end of the episode. It was outstanding. <laughs> it was amazing. Get the fuck out of my house, John Ham! Just, just amazing, <laughs> glorious, glorious. Now, Bob is. Sleeping with someone's best friend better or worse than sleeping with someone's sister? Hold on one second. We had to do a pass off because I was struggling mightily <laughs> with containing Izzy while trying to podcast. We're th this is the situation. You let's both just, just looked mightily uncomfortable. Let's just pretend we're in a relationship. We're in a yes, ten year yes. marriage. Yes, we break up. Yes, we're divorced. Yes, I sleep with your you. You sleep with my best friend and get into a relationship with him. Uh -huh. I sleep with your sister for like a one night stand. Which one of us has done the worst thing? Ooh, 
I mean, how 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 best for like lifetime best friend, long time best friend. Because mm. if it's childhood best, also also if it's also childhood best friend, that's pretty damn low. Also, you hate your sister. Oh, your sister. Yeah. Yeah. No, the best friend thing is worse. Yeah, the best friend. I mean, like, no, because you choose the friend. Right, that that's somebody who you say. I choose you. you your sister. You're you're stuck with. John Hamm and Jeff Green also think the sister is or the best friend is worse. <laughs> I just love because a lot of times when you have John Hamm on a TV show, everyone is like besotted with how gorgeous he is, and this one they were just like, "Fuck you, John Hamm! You're like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here." He is a Cardinals fan. Is he really? Have you not seen him like show up to Cubs games wearing his Cardinals hat? No. He came to the World Series wearing his Cardinals hat. I'm sad now. He's from St. Louis. I didn't know he was fucking from St. Louis. How did you not know that? How do you know that? Apparently someone's a John Hamm fan. Someone's reading up on John Hamm. Maybe wrote some John Hamm fan fiction. How much John Hamm fan fiction is there? Just of John Hamm? Just, just John Hamm. Like, of the actor? Yes. Because that's usually considered, it's like frowned upon in certain like circles. Oh, oh really? So it would have to be about his character It'd from have to be Batman. about characters It'd from Don like, Draper. shit that he's in. Oh. Yeah, people aren't about, um, well, some people are the ones that write it, but like when you start shipping like real life people, that's considered like... Like, really? Out of bounds. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I'm always fascinated to find, like, what the out of bounds are <laughs> for different things. Because there's not a lot that's really out of bounds in <laughs> fanfic. What's the difference between shipping welcome and fanfic? Welcome no, to no, fanfic. No, no I want to know. What's the difference between shipping and, like, fanfiction and putting people together mm-hmm. versus, like, writing erotica? Is it just that you are describing the sex scenes? Is that the difference? Oh no, they like no the the that stuff is described in detail in both of those things. Mm. Okay. Depending though, I mean, so it's the same. Yes, basically. Okay. Just it's with characters that are already established. I see. Okay. <laughs> hey, I started playing Yakuza. <laughs> I started playing um, Yakuza Zero because it's on Game Pass. How are you finding it? It's like it? a three-year-old game, um, but it just came to Xbox. So I'm enjoying it. It's funny because like a lot of Japanese games, it's very serious, but then it goes like super cartoony out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. you know? So uh, shockingly from the name of the game, I don't know if you could figure this out, Bob, you play as a member of the Yakuza. Oh, no way. Really? Yeah. Oh. And at one point I get into a battle with some people and I pick up a sofa over my head and I... Hit a guy over the head with it to knock him out. So what you're saying is it's an excellent game. <laughs> yeah. And then at another point, I'm in a fight in a bathroom, and I bash a guy's skull into a urinal, and he stumbles over to a window. We're up in a building. And I drop kick him out of said window to his death. <laughs> and it was one of those where, as you would say, Erica, I was right where I wanted to be. <laughs> Anyway, it's a fun game. I don't, I don't have much to say, but that no, was No, I've heard good it. things. I've heard good things. Um, I also started playing Resident Evil 2 Remake. 
Oh, that did come out, didn't it? A long time ago. Yeah. That's been out for like a year or so. No, something. I know, but that's like the last... Resident Evil 3 remake is coming out in like two weeks. So the last year and a half has just been so like... Which yeah. means your game is up for a remake. Resident Evil 4. You but, think they'll do that, But though? do they do? But do they do Resident Evil Code Veronica first? That's like the redheaded stepchild, though, isn't it? Didn't we talk yeah, about that it, at but one it, point? But, but, a game, but a game that's really bad is more likely to be made really good in a remake. I guess that's fair. That's fair. And you could fix up some of the some of the inappropriate stuff in there. <laughs> now that we're in the cold light of 2020. Yeah. Or don't at all. the story on that one. <laughs> <laughs> or that might be a Japan-only release. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I've been... Bu- I watched some of the trailers for Resident Evil 3 Remake, and man, the graphics are so good. Yeah. Like... That game, the the RE engine just looks amazing now. Nice. Um, How far are you into two? I've only played like an hour and a half, maybe. Uh, but it's fun. I like. Are you on the uh, Xbox or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Is it on Game Pass? No, it's not on Game Pass, but it was on sale for like twenty bucks, so I bought it. Oh, there you it. go. Grab it. Um. But yeah, I like some of the stuff they've done with the map. Like, if you discover something that you don't have the thing for it. On the map, it'll say, like, you know, Valve. So, you know, later, if I get a fucking crank. Oh, nice. You know, you yeah, know where to yeah. go back to. You'd be wandering around forever being like, I know this fuck. I know where I got it. I know it was there. I don't know how the fuck to get back there, but I know it was there. And they, if you, if there's something in a room that you didn't pick up right when you get it, it'll mark on the map, like, you know, oh, green herb. Nice. You know? So, stuff like that is nice. So I don't mean to derail this and bring, just derail and bring it, us back that. to John Hamm. But <laughs> did you really look up how many fanfics are about John Hamm? No, I it's didn't. It's fanfic the podcast. I didn't. What I looked up was his filmography, and I'm I'm very pleased to see that he was uh, on an episode of Sponge SpongeBob. SquarePants. I think at this point, literally everyone. David Bowie was in SpongeBob SquarePants. Who, I mean, who voiced the character Don Grouper? <laughs> it only makes sense. <laughs> John Hamm's like filmography is just a, is like a long series of amazing cameos. <laughs> well, because that's the thing, right? He's really, really good in Mad Men. And then he, like, tried to kind of do movies, but he's not, like, it never really translated over. He's good as, like, a side character in a movie. Yeah. 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 And he's great on TV. So when you get that, like, random John Hamm cameo, you're like, oh. It's John Hamm. I also appreciate that he's willing to make an absolute fool of himself. That's the thing about John Hamm is he doesn't take himself too seriously. Exactly. He's always smiling. Wouldn't I think that's you? one of the. Wouldn't think you if you were John Hamm? I think that's one of the things I like about someone like Brad Pitt too. Is he will just do whatever he you know? Care. Like Brad Pitt will just do some dumb shit. Like right. when he showed up for three seconds in Deadpool, Deadpool <laughs> right. to get killed. Right. <laughs> did he get paid for that? What do you say? He got paid in like a cup of coffee mm-hmm. or something. I think when you're Brad Pitt, it's just like you don't, you don't worry about it, man. <laughs> Just pay me the guild minimum. I have more money than God. Don't worry about it. Oh. I want a guild minimum. (laughs) That'd be nice. That'd be a lot of money. (sighs) Well, 
we're not going to have much to talk about soon because uh, everything's going to be canceled or delayed or <laughs> just, you know, man, the world will end. I'll tell you what, selfishly, if the Xbox Series X gets delayed, I'm going to just cry. If you don't see me for like a month, it's because I've just hung myself. Well, when when will they actually start production on that, do you think? You would think. I mean, you got to give yourself enough time to build like a few million, right? for launch right so you would think what two three months ahead of time yeah probably it's supposed to come out this year and if you're and if your chinese slave labor isn't allowed to get together and um work have you seen the stuff where like (laughs) because everyone shouldn't laugh but but because it's true it's not funny because it's true right but um, have you seen the stuff where it's like, you know, China is notorious for how much pollution there is. Yes. But because so much stuff has just been, you know, people aren't going out or certain jobs aren't being done right now. The amount of pollution currently present in China is like dramatically decreased. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was like after uh, 9-11 and all the planes were grounded. Like the United States got noticeably cooler <laughs> yeah, but, but we don't have any effect on the climate bob what are you talking about <laughs> oh we're so fucked <laughs> i'm sorry izzy you're screwed how selfish of you to bring a child into this world I don't know. You got anything else? Oh, this is what I wanted to say about the challenge. So what'll be interesting about this elimination thing is once you win an elimination and you're good to go for the final, can you get thrown back in to well, try to get you out of the game? I don't see yeah. why not. Or um, will people be throwing in the same person over and over and over again to try to get them because they're good to get rid of other good people? Like, Say if Jordan ends up in a situation where he's not voting with the majority. Is he going to suddenly be like tossed into an elimination and yeah, he wins. So he's in the final, but he'll get tossed into like five more eliminations to try to either one, get rid of him because they don't want to see him in a final or two, have him get rid of other good people. Well, when's the last time they had this rule? Never. Uh, No, they did. They had it was you had to win the elimination to get into the, the island because that was like, oh, uh, well, you had to get a key. But wasn't there other ways to get keys, though? I think maybe. Yeah, I do appreciate, though, that you have to. It's a prerequisite for getting into the final and you can't just coast. I appreciate that. Well, because yeah. that sets up a lot of interesting strategy, because now it's like, when do you want to go in? Right. You want to throw me early with a layup or who gets to do that? You know, like. And who knows? So it'll be interesting. Well, it'll be interesting to see how it also, changes things. It'll also be interesting to see if Johnny gets targeted. Because, especially before other people. Because if I'm there, and I have a majority, my goal is to get rid of Jordan. Because yeah. Jordan has shown now, over and over and Jordan's over again, the man. if you put Jordan in a final, you are in big, big trouble. Yep. Like, big trouble. <laughs> it doesn't matter who you are. You're in big trouble. So, you got to get him out of there as fast as you possibly well, can. Well, and Jordan, Jordan, because when you think of Johnny Bananas, 
Johnny has a really great finals record, but his elimination record is not great. He's something like 50-50 at this point. But Jordan, on the other hand, is a monster and everything. Yeah, just no matter what he does, like he'll occasionally have like a bad daily challenge, but he always brings it. Oh, you give him a chance to get his game face on. Yeah, you're probably going down. So, I mean, look at that elimination against Josh. Like, basically one handed. Should have won that. No, that's an all timer right there. That solidifies him as an all time great uh, challenge competitor. So how like the, how you're gonna play that strategy with Jordan is gonna be very interesting. Well, and it'll be interesting to see what Johnny does if he's around a while because Jordan's happy to vote with Johnny. He doesn't care because Jordan is pretty either knows or is very confident that he can beat Johnny in a final situation, right. which he should be. Um, not that Johnny is any slouch, but Johnny's getting older now, and Jordan's still in his prime. Yep. Um. But if they're both around a while, does Johnny at the last minute try to pull the rug out from under Jordan? Well, I think that's the beauty of being Jordan, though, is like when you are that good. It's never a surprise. You're never still, really pulling the rug out from underneath but, someone because well, you and still after don't want to be. Oh, people are going to be afraid of him now, but you still don't want to be in an elimination, though, because you never know what wacky bullshit they're yeah, going to come you, up if with. If you don't have to be in an elimination, you don't volunteer for And I mean, Jordan, it was even at, you know, he talked about that last season with um, with Turbo. It was like, you know, he learned his lesson after the draw. Right. He's like, I'm not putting myself in like I'm not an idiot, but I think for Jordan, it probably would never be a surprise to him to find himself being put into the elimination. I hope just for my own enjoyment that this season does insane ratings. Like let's say they come out and they're doing, they're up 50%, you know, and then they sit there and they go, Holy shit. We don't need Cara Maria and Polly. And like maybe all this negativity they were bringing was driving viewers away. And then we just never have to see them again. Like, how mad would Cara Maria be? Oh, it'd be amazing. But that's the thing. Like, you know, I brought this up numerous times in our podcast over last season. There was not, like, one real house party last year. There, You know, it was just such a miserable, like, existence throughout the whole season. And I don't want to see that. Like, I want the, like, the three-day turkey party the coke fest <laughs> you know or you're ju- i want them to look i want them to be having fun i can't do this but it's gonna feel so good <laughs> that season's amazing that's such a great season that first episode is just endlessly enjoyable because you're like is this day three <laughs> have you slept what the fuck is going on i can't wait to see this bunker that they've trapped them in because you know they're only going to get to go out like for either compete competing or maybe they'll let them go out to like a club every once in a while or something to get hammered but otherwise it's like here you're just trapped in like a warehouse have fun should be set up like you know like they they set up like the the astrodome during katrina they each have cots 
Maybe I think that's what's going to happen. I think they're going to get cots. I can't wait to see like people try to put two cots together to fuck. Who's Kyle going to fuck? Who are Kyle and Bear going to fuck? I'm sure there's a couple new girls. They'll find somebody. Now, wait, Jenna's there, but Zach's not there, right? Nope. I did not see him. I think they're getting married. The, she's she's not going to. She wouldn't cheat on him. He would cheat on her, but she wouldn't <laughs> cheat on him. She's a dummy. But um, anyways. Hmm. Kayla's going to fuck either Bear or Kyle. Maybe both. Maybe both. Why can't it be both? Why not both at the same time? Hey, threesome. There you Eiffel go. Tower situation. Mm. Yeah. Tasteful. I say Kyle mm. and Bear seem like they've both done that multiple times. Yeah, there's no way Kyle and Bear would be against a threesome. There's no, no way. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who else? Hmm. Kyle already probably fucked Maddie. We're, we're sliding into into fanfic the podcast again. Just no, so but you I'm know. trying to I'm trying to think I'm trying to think what other women are there because you know Kyle it's like he's got to get his. Well, Kyle and Maddie were partners for a while, right? Yeah, but they were also were they fucking? Around. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't remember. It's a little hard to keep track. <laughs> it's like a soap opera where everyone has fucked everyone at some point. Is there anyone on this season that we don't like? Um, well, you got D and Rogan back. I don't mind Rogan. He's kind of a... But so stupid. He is stupid. And D, real stupid, too. I don't like D. D's more stupid. D is more dumb than Rogan. I would agree with that. Um... After he pulled that shit on her last season. Oh, it was all Joss's idea. Oh, okay, Rogan. That was like this. That was like, oh, Rogan, just hold me like a baby and rock me. I'll believe anything you say. <laughs> oh, but no ninja. I'm Thank almost God. more excited no ninja than no car. The the addition by subtraction for this season is very high. Man, fucking ninja. Fuck her. Anyways. I think that's good. You got yeah. anything else? You know, I can't think of anything. Mm. Mm. You gonna catch up on Castlevania so we can discuss it? I will, but he won't. Come on, Bob. I mean, all signs point to no. I've got a lot of reading to do. You said three chapters. A book for Bob. It's a lot of reading. That was hurtful. Wow. Boom. A book. Three chapters left in book one. Of nine. He's reading the books The Expanse are based on. Yes. Expanse is based on, excuse me. Well, Erica, I've been disappointed and let down as always. (laughs) And hug me. Hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>